Hi, I'm Brooke Simonson, certified nutrition coach and host of the Health Investment Podcast. Here's the thing, you deserve to feel amazing. But here's the other thing, there are so many confusing messages out there. Week after week, I'm gonna share tips and practices that actually work for simple weight loss and sustainable wellness, because I wanna help you get healthy for good without any BS. When I'm not podcasting, I work with clients one-on-one. So visit the show notes to book your free consultation. And don't forget to leave a review so that others can become trim, energized, confident, BS-busting rock stars like you. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. Hello, health investor. Welcome back to another episode of the Health Investment Podcast. You may have noticed this episode is quite short because it's another bite-sized one. In addition to interviewing doctors, nutrition coaches, founders of health-promoting companies, etc., I also do solo Q&A episodes, like last week's, and solo bite-sized episodes where I share helpful tips and insights relating to nutrition, sleep, stress management, movement, and mindset. Today, I'm going to be sharing five small, simple changes you can start making to lose weight and actually keep it off forever, which is the ultimate goal, I should say, right? All of us don't want to just lose the weight. We want to keep it off. Small, simple changes are my favorite type of changes because they are sustainable. If you've been struggling to lose weight and, like I said, to keep it off, this episode is for you. So since it's bite-sized, we're just going to get right into it. The first change is you can be very mindful of the calories and sugar you're drinking. A cup of black coffee usually has about five calories, but are you adding sugar, milk, or other creamers to your coffee? And then what about green juices and smoothies? Are you drinking those regularly? What about fruit juice? What about soda? A grande frappuccino from Starbucks may not seem like much on its own, but if you're in the habit of drinking high caloric sugary beverages day after day, they can really add up. If your goal is weight loss, you'll want to stick to low or zero calorie sugar-free drinks like water, seltzer water, tea, and black coffee. And I know, you know, a lot of us like to add a little something, something to our coffee every now and then. So if you're that type of person, if you don't just like black coffee, I would say stick to a splash of heavy cream, half and half, or whole milk. Or if non-dairy milks are your thing, be sure to read the ingredients. Some non-dairy milks, like oat milk, can contain lots of sugar. So just try to avoid those. And again, just add a splash to your coffee to avoid making your coffee this kind of high calorie sugar bomb. Even though fruit juices, green juices, and green smoothies are marketed as health drinks, they're usually just calorie and sugar bombs as well. So look out for those, turn packaging over, read the ingredients, look at the nutrition facts, and be a smart consumer. Don't just trust the labels on the front of anything, even if it says, you know, this green smoothie can help you lose weight or 
low calorie green smoothie or fat free, whatever, always, always, always turn the packaging over and make an informed decision yourself. And consider swapping something like a glass of fruit juice for a piece of whole fruit instead so that you're getting all the awesome fiber. Instead of buying a green juice, consider making your own green smoothie at home and add protein powder. That way it's more satiating and it can serve as a meal replacement. All right, change number two. Stop eating standing up and out of boxes and bags. When you eat standing up in your kitchen, directly out of the box or the bag, it's very, very difficult to be mindful of portion control. In fact, when you're standing up and eating, it's difficult to be mindful of anything. Are you even still hungry? Maybe you're satisfied and you don't need to eat anymore. Or are you even enjoying your snack if you're standing up in the kitchen? Probably you're just eating it as fast as possible. When we eat mindlessly, it's easy to consume more calories than we would if we were eating mindfully. So mindful eating is always the goal. To eat more mindfully, really make a habit out of sitting down and using bowls and plates, even for quick snacks. When you sit down, you'll actually enjoy them. And then actually putting the portions into bowls or onto plates, that will help you visualize how much you've actually eaten. And it will help you help prevent you from overeating whatever the snack is. This tip may even seem too simple, but I promise you this one goes a long way. Sometimes in the process of taking out the bag, grabbing a bowl, pouring the snacks into the bowl, walking over to your table, at some point in that process, you may even realize you're not even hungry. Maybe you are just bored or restless, and then you'll go for a walk or call a friend instead. So try this one for yourself, even if you're a little bit skeptical, and I promise you'll see what I mean. It's a real game changer. All right, number three is to eat more protein. I used to think I was eating enough protein, and it turns out I was not. And the second I started eating more protein, I was just so much more satiated throughout the day. I didn't require as many snacks. I didn't have those cravings or those hunger pangs between meals. This one is super, super important. The general recommendation is to eat about 0.36 grams of protein per pound of body weight per day. This isn't a steadfast rule, but it's a good starting place. So go ahead and calculate that number for yourself, 0.36 times what you weigh, and then aim to start reaching that number of grams per protein per day. Mine ends up being about 55 grams. And again, I used to think that's not, that's not so much protein, right? I'm sure I'm eating that but I was wrong. I was really only eating about 10 to 20 grams of protein each day, which explains why I was having more cravings and feeling hungry between meals. Once I started eating around 55 grams each day, again, I just, I felt so much more full and less snacky. This doesn't have to be the, a perfect science, right? So that's the general recommendation. Some days I still eat fewer than 55 grams. Some days I eat more. But as long as you're kind of setting that goal for yourself and you're aware of how many grams you should be eating each day, 
I promise it will help to set you up for success more so than not being aware of this at all because protein is super satiating. In fact, it's the most satiating macronutrient. So the more protein you eat, the fuller you feel, which then naturally causes you to eat less. If you're wondering now, how do I eat more protein? What are the best sources of protein? I have a free guide called What to Eat to Lose Weight. And in the guide, I list dozens of protein options in a really clear table that you could even take with you to the grocery store or hang on your fridge. So I would say that's a great starting place if you're now on board with eating more protein and you're wanting to do so through Whole Foods. I'll put a link to it in the show notes so that you can easily download it. And I hope you find it useful. As always, like I've said already, reach out to me with any questions about the guide or if you have difficulty downloading it. I'm always, always here for you. Number four, focus on volume, especially through water and vegetables. Volume essentially means eating more, but you want to eat more of the things that are not super high in calorie. You don't want to eat more junk food or more processed food, but you want to stretch your stomach a bit through, again, drinking a lot of water and eating a ton of vegetables. The reason is that when your stomach stretches a bit, ghrelin, which is also known as your hunger hormone, decreases and leptin, also known as your satiety hormone, increases. So I'll say that again, when your stomach stretches a little bit, again, ideally through a bunch of vegetables and through water, you're essentially decreasing your hunger hormone and increasing your satiety hormone, which is awesome, right? That's the ultimate goal, especially if you're wanting to lose weight. That's why a protein bar even though it's probably the perfect balance of protein and fiber and carbs and fat, but a protein bar probably is not going to fill you up. One protein bar isn't going to really stretch your stomach in the way that it needs to be stretched in order to, again, have the increase in your satiety hormones and the decrease in your hunger hormones. So whenever possible, add more vegetables to your daily food intake Think of eating vegetables as sides to even your breakfast and lunch, as snacks, and even as entrees. Sometimes I have a full entree of just roasted vegetables topped with extra virgin olive oil, salt, and pepper. Load up on the veggies, drink lots of water, um, maybe even consider having a full glass of water before a meal to, again, help to boost the volume in your stomach and to give it that little stretch it needs to properly increase and decrease the hormones that are necessary for satiety. The final one, number five, would be to shift your mindset. When it comes to weight loss, people love to talk about counting calories, counting macros and points, exercising, dieting, juice cleansing, you know, all the things people always, always, always talk about. But no one takes a lot of time to talk about mindset. To attain and sustain your weight loss goal, you've really got to stop thinking and using phrases like diet starts Monday, or I fell off the wagon, or I was doing well until the weekend, or I totally ruined my diet. 
Once you lose weight, you're going to have to maintain it. And that's something that a lot of people don't consider. A lot of people just focus on the initial weight loss. They don't think long-term. And really, maintaining whichever weight is your goal weight is a lifelong venture. That's why it's so, so important to get your mindset right. If you don't, you're going to yo-yo or roller coaster or whatever you want to call it forever. So here's the new mindset I want you to adopt. As long as I take consistent, imperfect action, my success will be inevitable and sustainable. I'm going to say it again. Maybe this would be good to write down. If you're driving, obviously, don't write this down. Maybe pause and write this down later. But grab a pen, grab a paper, and write this down if you can. As long as I take consistent, imperfect action, my success will be inevitable and sustainable. Once you swap those aforementioned negative, self-defeating mindsets with that positive, realistic one, everything changes. One quote-unquote bad weekend doesn't cause you to give up. One scoop of ice cream doesn't make you feel like you've completely derailed your diet. You expect to be imperfect, and you know that success is just one small, simple change around the corner. Consistency is key, and what you do most of the time matters way more than what you do just some of the time. So if you want your weight loss to be inevitable and sustainable, You've got to prioritize consistency, and you've got to make room for imperfection. All right, to summarize the five small, simple changes you can make to lose weight and keep it off, they are, number one, be mindful of the calories and sugar you're drinking. Number two, stop eating standing up out of boxes and bags. Number three, eat more protein. Number four, focus on volume, especially through veggies and water. And number five, shift your mindset. I hope this really quick episode was helpful. If you think a friend or family member could benefit from everything you've just heard, I would so appreciate if you would share it with them because I want to get these ideas out to as many people as possible so that sustainable weight loss is a thing that everyone can achieve. Thanks for being here with me today. See you next week. Before the next episode drops, I'd love to chat with you one-on-one about the BS messages and methods currently holding you back. You deserve simple weight loss and sustainable wellness. So let's figure out how to make both happen. To book your free consultation, click through the link in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Health Investment Podcast. See you next week. All content in this podcast was created for general informational purposes only by a non-physician. None of the content should serve as a substitute for professional medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Always consult a qualified health provider with any questions regarding a medical condition and before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, and or exercise programs. Do not disregard any professional medical advice you have received or postpone seeking such advice because of something you heard on this podcast.